Maybe I need another Sudafed. How many can Julia. you take in a day? Let's find out. And the fact that I can't open the packet probably tells me I've had too many. Hmm. Can you take Sudafed with wine? Is there Again, another way of doing it? We'll find out. Welcome to another episode of the Swiped Out Podcast. I am a dating dad and as ever I'm here vomiting in my mouth because I've got an Arsenal fan in an Arsenal Christmas hat sitting opposite me and I'm not best pleased. I've got an intro for you this time. Have you? I stole it from a friend. Oh, I'm so honoured. I'm with the guy who puts the G-L-E-N in Singledon. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Nick for that one. Can't take good Yeah, thanks, one. Nick. I appreciate that. I've <laughs> <laughs> on a t-shirt. Welcome back. Yeah, so we've got more tales of dating worries and more things to talk about today. Today we are going to be talking about how the hell you meet people in real life. Because we got so used to swiping left and right on everyone, you kind of forget that people are out there. And let's face it, I think we've discussed in the last several episodes, apps suck. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so we need to meet people in real life. So that's what we're going to be talking about. But first of all, we, we, we want to hear from you about your stories. We want to hear from how do you meet people in real life. We pop things on Twitter all the time. I always pop them onto my account, which is at a dating dad. And mine is at swiped out girl on Twitter and Instagram. But we do love to hear from you directly. So drop us an email. If you want to drop us to, to one for both of us to read, stick it at show at swipedoutclub.com and we will get it we will read it and we will love it not as much though as we love iTunes reviews <gasps> love iTunes if, if I'm never going to find a guy then my one true love will be an iTunes review I think what I might do is uh, we should run a competition for <gasps> our favourite iTunes review of 2019 I might actually have a good prize for this really? I, I might have actually ordered something in the way of merch no way did you not guess when I asked you for a high-res version of our logo? The other I day? knew you wanted it. I didn't know you'd actually done it. So I've done I've done a thing. Um, it might look shit. Um, if it looks shit... Then I'll have it. It might make it all the funnier as a prize. <laughs> so if you would like a shit prize... So, and also, we're going to like run out of topics soon. We're not going to run out of topics. But we really want some topics that you want to talk about. So if there's something currently going on in your love life or lack of love life then please send in topic suggestions because we can easily chat for an hour on all manner of shit absolutely and one thing i do want to mention before we get into chatting about all manner of shit is a lovely review from lucy uh, i think it's lucy Luce re lucy right i think that's short for right 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 maybe well whoever you are lucy i love you we got you gave us five Stars! Yay! Yay. All stars! I really look forward to Tuesdays. Whatever the age you're dating at, this podcast has something for everyone. I've just realised, why do we never sign out with See You Next Tuesday? (laughs) We've all different now. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you should have called the pod. (laughs) See you next Tuesday. Um, So, Glenn, what's the latest with you? What have you been up to? Well, actually, I've been doing a lot of time prepping for Christmas. Love it. Because it's early mid-December now, so people are just getting all their Christmas shit together. And I came back from my staycation last week. Remember I I mentioned Mm -hmm. it? Didn't quite realise how much of my Amazon shopping had been delivered. Oh, to to a neighbour or...? Well, the thing is, I put on the... I knew I'd, I'd done a lot. I was sitting there on phone calls during the day... And on Amazon, you know how you are, just add to basket, add to basket, of add course. to basket. And before I knew it, I'd spent 900 quid Shit. on Christmas. I've got four kids, they're bloody expensive. Oh. Plus, I'll, I'll be honest, 
a little bit of that was for me. Was it a little bit like one for you, two for me? <laughs> and if you've in, got four kids, I think that's value, eight for you. In terms of value, I bought myself a new Plenar radio, not radio, record player. Uh-huh. It's a thing of beauty. That's, and I that's, love it. Things made out, that's like when um, iTunes was made out of vinyl, kids. Yeah, when you had to actually physically buy an album. Oh, I used to love that. What was, what was the first record you bought? Uh, Jive Bunny. Uh, and the Master Mixers. Yeah, and the Master Mixers. I <laughs> love it. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Mine was Kylie and Jason, especially for oh, you. so sweet. But I had all the Jive Bunny ones. It was a similar um, time, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, it really was. So that was my first one. I still I haven't got it, but what I did have is in my cupboard. I knew I had about five or six LPs, and I've been sitting in there for about ten years, and now I've got a record player to play them on. Oh, my God. I used to go through all my, my mum and dad's old records, and yeah, Jive Bunny was a big one. I think I also bought Junior Tucker, Don't Test. <laughs> nice. Like, I've always been hip hop at heart, right? <laughs> so I, I got them to deliver all this stuff, not realising it was going to get delivered at the weekend when I was away. And I said to all, all the Amazon things, put it out my put it in my secret place. Put it in a secret hiding place that all of my Amazon packages Don't go tell to. anyone the secret place. I'm not a going bit like to. I can't tell people my birthmark secret name. Yeah, Don't listen to them. last week's episode if you want to find out what the hell that's all about. <laughs> and so I said, make sure you put it in my secret place. Do not give it to my neighbours because my neighbours are going to get pissed off because there's a lot of packages. Out of ten packages delivered, how many do you think were in my secret place? One. One. Oh. And nine more with my neighbours. Thankfully, I knew this was going to happen because Amazon delivery drivers are shit. So I went next door and gave them a couple of bottles of wine and said, look, I know this is they're going to get it wrong, so I'm sorry in advance. And they were like, there's no problem. So that was quite good. So I've done loads of Christmas prep and getting it all wrapped up. Although normally I do my Christmas wrapping on Christmas Eve. Because you're whilst, a bloke. Yep. Whilst watching Die Hard. Of course. Which is the greatest action movie set at Christmas, not a Christmas movie. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Where so, I'm working, they're doing Christmas movies, and one of them is obviously Die Hard. It has to it's be. It's like Elf, Home Alone, Elf, Die Christmas Hard. Movie, Home Alone, Christmas movie, <laughs> Die Hard, action movies It's not Christmas. a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing a lot of that. And I've been trying to do a little bit of swiping left, right, and centre, but actually I didn't end up swiping and arranging a date with anyone, though I did accidentally end up on a date. How the hell am I on all of the apps, swiping all day long, can't get a text back and you end up on an accidental date. It happens, you know, you just gotta to trust the universe. I was at a, an event, a, a work event, and lots of free booze. Mm-hmm. So we're drinking lots and meeting lots of people and so on. And you know, you see someone across in the room of 400 people and you think, yeah, she's quite fit. So ended up at one point in the evening chatting to her and her work colleagues. And then after the event, about 20 of us decided to go to a local pub uh-huh. to have more drinks, which is great. Didn't remember at the time I had to be up at half past seven to get to Cambridge for a meeting. But I thought, okay, this is fine. Well, I'll, I'll go to bed at, I don't know, midnight or so. And then it got to the end of that. The pub kicked us out and someone made, or actually she said to the bartender, is there anywhere else we can go? Are there any other places that are still open? And he said, yeah, there's a casino around the corner. Oh. Do you want to go to the casino? And Were you feeling lucky? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was rolling seven. And what about the casino? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we went there, and yes, we did. Did you get your tipsy. snake eyes out? <laughs> <laughs> and went in there, and just the two of us ended up drinking and you talking. You can make and, it if you and try. And laughing until about half past three, four o'clock in the morning. And then the bar stopped serving us because they said, look, you're just too drunk. Oh. And I've never been kicked out of some ever being too drunk before. 
We weren't being raucous and leery. We were just sitting chatting, but it was quite obvious we'd had a lot before we got there. So what you've just described there is what we're talking about today. Meeting people in real life. Yeah. Sans app. It happens every now and then. I think this is only the second time I've ever done it in real life. I think we we kind of spoke about this possibly in episode one when we're talking about apps. And I said how my friend told me, you will not meet someone on an app because you're so personality driven and led. Mm -hmm. You need to meet a 3D person, not an app person. Yeah, so you can smell them. Need to smell them. And I, I had an incident the other day. I was in my place of work where we hold a lot of evening events. So we get a lot of drunk people. And one guy was on his way out. I think it says a lot that he had to be drunk to approach me. And he literally, he was hanging over like the like the little counter desk thing where I work to get to me, begging me for my phone number. He must have really wanted you. He was shit faced. <laughs> so his two friends were like trying to like do the usual like friend thing of like really sorry about my mate, trying to get rid of him. And he was asking me for my phone number. And like, I, the, the problem is I'm so like long in the tooth now and so over dating. I said to him, look, you know where I work, mm -hmm. you know my name. If you really like me as much as you're telling me you do when you're drunk, come see me tomorrow. Not stalk you and find out more. Stalk me a little bit. But like, <laughs> put some effort in. Like, because you're sitting here, like on your hands and knees, like begging for a date. Send me some flowers tomorrow. Hey, did, like, like, be cute about it. Hey, met you last night. Really sorry I embarrassed myself. I'd really love to take you out. Here's some flowers. Don't just lurch at me when you're drunk yeah like you've done all the hard work you know my name you know where i work turn up tomorrow sober if you like me as much as you're telling me you do turn up at 9am sober tomorrow and be like hey that wasn't all bullshit yesterday i'd really love to take you out tell me tell me tell me tell me he turned up with a big bunch of flowers do I need to finish a story? Oh, have, no! Have we Come met? On, fella. Have we met? I never heard from him again. This was like a week ago. You don't think he's just too embarrassed? I think he's too sober to now approach <laughs> me in daylight. No. So, I'm, like, me meeting people in real life hasn't happened for a long time. But obviously, that's... I mean, all of my most successful relationships have been people that I've known in real life. They're people that were colleagues, then became friends, then there was that bit of, oh, I really, I, I like hanging around this person. Why, mm -hmm. why is this? Like, he's got a girlfriend or I've got a boyfriend and yet I find myself really looking forward to our chats together or I look forward to going to work now because of him. So, yeah, like, Tinder and Hinge and all that, none of them have ever, like, why I'm still on the apps, I do not know because none of them have ever led to anything meaningful for me. Well, let's get into the meat of the, uh, meat of the episode Yay! then. And let's talk about places to meet because obviously, like you say, we've been through all the, the apps and mm -hmm. those sorts of things. And for some, it, I, I, there's a Churchill phrase I've, I've kind of paraphrased and it's online dating. We will meet them on the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> is that where we're going? <laughs> online dating is the worst form of dating except for all the other ones we've tried. He said, what's that, that about democracy and so on? But actually, it is, it is a bit of a shit way of doing things because we don't expect success because it's so shit. Mm -hmm. So why don't we then do, try and do something different? Why do we keep doing the same thing, expecting different results? That's the definition That's of madness. In, in, insanity, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So well, why don't we put ourselves in a position to meet people in real life? Well, when I knew we were talking about this, I took to Google, obviously, mm -hmm. and found an article that was like the top 10 places to meet people that aren't apps. 
So I've written them down. I've written if I agree or disagree and, okay. and reason. So let's go through them together. Hit me. So number one was parks. Parks? I don't know how much time you spend in... parks. Par- <laughs> Dogging. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific genre of person that wants to go to parks. Parks. Now, I don't spend hardly any time all in parks unless I'm with my kids. Nor do I. And then I'm just going to play with the kids. Yeah. <coughs> so... I can't imagine going to a park with the intention of meeting someone. Well, I've put, and there's a, a, a slight caveat on this, I've put agree. Because, like, for, for parks, also see forest. I live right on the edge of Epping Forest, so I spend a lot of time running around there. And I've just put in brackets, dog walking. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, you know, that's, that's a different, that's an activity. Oh, a man with a dog. Oh, that's like catnip for me. Right? <laughs> but, the, but the problem is, I will approach the dog. And then I, I've, I, I thought, which is isn't that good because it's well, kind of a, a third party. You're not you're not making it directly about them. I put in brackets an authentic neg mm-hmm. because I'm going to the dog, ignoring the bloke. You're just up there. I'm now crouched down, patting the dog. But it's perfect because he likes the dog, obviously, because it's his dog. You like the dog. You've already established a shared connection, right? So we connected via the dog. So, although, like, when I was running the other day, there was this really hot guy, and I thought it, it might look a little bit too freaky if I just turn around and start running after him. <laughs> but I, I love living on the edge of a forest. You get a lot of dog walkers, and don't a lot of men buy dogs, be, like, for that very reason, because Does women approach the dog. Oh, my God, like, I'm I, dog I, obsessed. I don't, I, I've got no qualms, no interest in pets. It's not that I dislike them mm. at all. I just don't like them. Like, I never see we said a dog about or a cat, and I think... Oh, I must touch that animal. It just never crosses my mind. They're I'm just... all about touching the animal. So, Ryan, they're okay. I can't eat them. So, what use are they? But I think if you're a horse person, you're a dog person. And we've already... We know that you're not a horse person. No. I, I was never allowed a dog. My dad, when I was growing up, his first job, like, all throughout my early years, he was a milkman. Mm-hmm. So, like, stereotypical, like, the postman used to get chased by dogs. Yeah. So, my dad hates dogs. So we were never allowed a dog. That makes me want a dog, like more than anything. So when I see a guy with a dog, that is very attractive to me because okay. he has something I want. How about cats? Because I my, absolutely my kids, no time. My kids cats. were talking about pets and no, whether dogs are better than cats. And they they seem to think that cats were amazing because their mums just bought herself no. a couple of kittens. Whereas for me, it's I think most people are. If you're into pets, you're more into dogs than cats. Absolutely, and get a big dog, like small dogs. Are Not a handbag dog. No, you might as well have a cat. But if you're if your house is on fire, a dog will come and wake you up. A cat will be like, it's getting a bit hot in here and leave. Yeah. Like, get a, dogs are more useful. You can do things with dogs. That's what I loved about horses. Horses are kind and caring. And they're also a mode of transport. Like, they do all the things. Yeah, you're not going to sell it to me. You can get around places. Never going to sell it to me. So, parks, I've put tick. What are you saying for parks? Uh, well, I don't... Parks aren't usually frequented by single people unless they're walking dogs. Or they're flashers. Oh, but P.S., like Frank Skinner on his podcast, he does a segment called Whatever Happened To. Whatever happened to flashers? I you never arrested. hear about flashers anymore. I Do they progress was, to uh, worse crimes? Yeah, uh, Parliament. <laughs> Pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> you just never hear the term flasher no. anymore. And as a kid, I used to think that that just meant they used to go, ta-da, and then leave. <laughs> but now as I'm older, I'm like, no, they were probably doing something else weren't they that I probably didn't know about as an eight-year-old I just thought they like would like flash have you ever been flashed no me neither what am I missing out on because they don't exist anymore they've left come on flashes okay so parks I'm saying yes you're saying I'm saying yeah no not really never met I mean I've never like no I've never approached or been approached by anyone in any park I've ever been in it's probably a good thing 
A girl, a girl I know at work met someone in a park and then went back to his and had a little afternoon delight. Mm-hmm. What, that day? Yeah. Wow. I need to go to that park. I think that's a tick for parks. It, uh, yeah. On the evidence, yes. I can see I can see why some people would think that was good. Okay, what's next after parks? Gyms. Gyms. Now, gyms are a tough one because in a gym, people, they've got their headphones in, they're focused, they're Solitary. sweaty, yeah. they're not looking all made up and they're not looking at their optimum. But they are pumping iron. They are looking impressive. Oh, they the are testosterone's going. Yeah, and you're showing. You know what? I care about my body. I'm, I'm. This is something that's important to me. And you're in the gym as well, so it's important to you. So again, you've got that shared interest. I mean, I've put. Don't really want someone seeing me at my sweaty worst. Well, not until you want them to see you at your sweatiest. Yeah, but that's normally like two a.m. Mm. But then I used to work in the gym, so and we we would get like a lot of hotties coming in. So it's good for, for me. It was, it was my place of work, so I would look like quite together and cute. They would look awful. Yeah. But there, there was a guy that used to come into my gym, and I really fancied him. And I found out via stalking, please refer to last episode, that he was an Arsenal fan. Oh God. So I looked and saw when he was booked in for his next class, and I turned up wearing my Arsenal shirt. Oh God. That, I mean, that's that's using stalking for good. I appreciate that one. <laughs> the greater good. And and then we started chatting, and I was like. I totally lied and said to him, oh, I, you, you look really familiar. Like, uh, have I seen you in a pub around Highbury? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I always go to Blackstock Cars. Well, That's where I've seen you. <laughs> to this day, he has no idea that that was all completely made oh, up. Oh, that's brilliant. So for, for in that instance, the, the, the gym was a hit. And also I think gyms, they can act as a hub. A point for reference. So yeah. if you've got... a Lots of people do classes and they've got trainers and those sorts of things. Yeah. You end up chatting to your trainer. You end up chatting to the person, telling them about yourself, telling you're single. Other people do that as well. And if you make it clear... Actually, you, you know what? If you know anyone who's who's single and interested and you think they're quite hot and you think would be a good match, tell me. A little PT intermediary. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Number three... Oh, God. I've got a lot to say about this. Sporting events. Sporting events. What, like uh, the cricket? Cricket, football, darts. I spoke about the darts of the week. Football's bad though. Football's not very good for me because I'm a season <sighs> ticket holder and I sit in around the same people that I've sat with basically for the past 10, 15 years. So I'm not going to meet any of those. Why would I get chatting to them? I have taken dates to the football, but I've never met anyone at the football. If you went on a date with someone from the football, like you say, if you're sitting in a season ticket section, you've then got to see them... Every That's a other good week. Point. That is a good point. If it all goes bad, I have written in my notes. Oh God, this is like it's it's very difficult to, for me because a lot of men pride themselves on their superior football or sporting knowledge. Yeah. yeah for yeah. me, it's slightly different because I've worked in football for twenty years. What? So you. you... You know the offside rule. Right. That's when the ball goes off the side of the pitch, right? You're a girl. You're not meant to know this stuff. I know. So, for me, like, we spoke about how I cut men's balls off before. Like, it's the the last male bastion and I've taken it from them. Yeah, the sound of the crowd is bad now. There's high-pitched voices in it. Right. And, like, women commentators. Mm -hmm. Oh, not on my watch. (laughs) So, imagine, like, a guy trying to take me to football when I know every player on the pitch. Like... I mean, that is pretty immersive. Well, for a strong man, it, for a man, not a strong man, like a, a weightlifter, but a man who is strong with himself and very secure in himself, 
That would be outstanding. That would be amazing that you'd be able to open up those doors and maybe one day get them to meet one of those players. They However, do not want it. I'm guessing most men are not strong. Like for, for sporting events, I would also put like watching football in a pub in mm. that bracket. No one wants to be upstaged by the misses. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like like bloke A and bloke B are having a conversation about the football. And I don't know, let's just say they mention Phil Jagielka. And you sort of sit there and like Tourette's rising up in my throat. Mm. I say, it's pronounced Jagielka. <laughs> you and just the, can't and, help and, and they look at the little wife and go, I'm sorry, what? And I'm like, Jagielka. And then they would obviously start laughing and go, why do you think it's, it's pronounced like that? And then you then say, because he told me. Yeah. Have, have you ever have you ever dumbed it down? Have you ever I, been I in a situation I where... I don't it... have a setting for dumb. I can't help it. <laughs> All I have a setting for is passive, aggressive, arsehole and being right. They're my two settings. Just pick one. So you can imagine, like, imagine a guy taking me to football and then like walking in and walking past someone and I know the steward on the gate and then I know like and, and then the manager like waves at me that would be weird mm-hmm. like that's a weird date if the gaffer's like what are you doing up there and I'm like hey <laughs> just on a date and bring him down absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not and I guess it's tough as well because usually if you go into a pub to watch it or you go into a game it's because you're passionate about it and you know about it and if a man doesn't want a woman who knows about their football just wants them to be there and enjoy the the atmosphere then they're not going to be the sort of person who's going to go there when they're single. Then equally, like we spoke a lot about what the guy would think of me, but then equally for me, it's like not sexy seeing a guy that I want to date become a total fangirl in front of my face. Sure. And like a, a lot of men, like if a woman loves their football, you can take it as read that she really loves it. Whereas there are a lot of men out there that say they love football because they feel the need to say they love football. Yeah. When I, like, yeah. I'd, I'd love a bloke that's like, do you know what, I don't like it. Like, I'll respect that a lot more than a bloke that just wants to go to a pub and shout at a TV because he's not allowed to shout indoors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, watching a guy, like, just be there because he feels the need to be there because he's a bloke. Except in social norms, yeah. Gender norms. You know, like, it's like, like... So we're saying no to sporting events then? Plus, I'm an asshole at sporting events. Like, I can remember being at West Ham once and a guy behind me screaming, like, and viewers know, I'll swear, but there's something about when it comes with a certain venom and vitriol mm-hmm. from a football fan. And he was screaming at the pitch to break his fucking legs. And oh, he literally... Christ. And it was aimed at my mate and I've spun round and, and I've just fucking gone for him. Mm-hmm. He, he must have thought I was his wife or yeah. something. And in the, I just saw this West Ham fan just melt mm-hmm. into a puddle. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, you don't know who you're fucking sitting behind. And the whole crowd <laughs> just dispersed <laughs> from this angry woman. But yeah, so I, I'm no fun at sporting events either. This isn't just about him. I'm terrible yeah. company yeah. at sporting event. Because I just don't want to stand there to like cheer and shout. I'll be, I'll be talking about like patterns of play, um, the operational aspects, what the LED boards are showing, no, the I'd, camera positions. I'd love someone like that who's actually into it. By the way, we do need to work out where we're both going to be on the North London Derby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, did I? Did you not just hear our terrible company? <laughs> I, I just want about to see you in tears, basically, when, <laughs> when, when you lose. The, the, the way Arsenal are playing at the moment, I will definitely be in tears. So, so for me, like that's a big no for sporting events. Maybe it's, look, if it's a sporting event that I know nothing about, like... 
sure, take me to golf where I can just get drunk because yeah. I hate golf. And I'll just sit there and watch it in the background whilst getting drunk and but again, the, eating strawberries. For me, it's, it's like sitting next to someone watching a movie. If you've gone there for the sport, you want to watch the sport. You don't want to be spending all the time talking to your date. Yeah, but it's like, like the cinema. You can just, like, when someone recommends a cinema date to me, like, that for me is like fourth, fifth, like the, the guy that I spoke about the other week. That's like down the line once I'm like... If, if I'm on a date, I want to talk to you. Yeah, so it either yeah. needs to be something that we can talk about together or I can be like, oh, explain that to me. Like, teach me. I love learning. But if it's something that I've got, like, zero interest in... In the summer, I'm going to take you to an Aussie rules game. Oh. What's, what's, what's the whole... Firstly, it's in a park. Secondly, you spend they the whole day it, drinking. Right? Yeah, it's like a rugby ball. But it's, it's 18 guys on each team, relatively fit men, running around a pitch okay, in short shirts and vests. Yeah, let's do it. Being aggressive towards each other. Okay, I'm Tenya, in. Tenya, you love it. I'm in. Okay, what's after sporting events? Well, this for me is a bit of a... It's, it's like they've already ran out of things to say because we've done gyms. They've put social sports clubs. Uh, it, how is that different to... I, what do they mean, like squash clubs? I tennis guess, clubs? Yeah. I mean, uh, the, 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 the one that I thought of was things like park run mm-hmm. on a Saturday. I agree. Like, I'm a new I runner. I think so. I think, I've yeah. met some... Hotties. I did the Fulham 10k didn't I, the other day. Yep. I do the park running, Hackney, Victoria Park, um, and that's no, sorry, Hackney Marshes as often as I can. There was a guy running the other day and he had an Aston Villa shirt on and he'd, he'd lapped me. He'd gone up and back. Okay. And I sort of pulled my mate's like, shirt and I was like, did you see him? It was really hot. <laughs> I went and found him at the end and I started talking to him about how Tom Heaton was getting on there because mm. I'm like big like Burnley fan as well. Obviously, he went from Burnley to Aston Villa. I was like, hey, how's Tom Heaton getting on? I genuinely think he was just wearing his mate's Aston Villa shirt because oh, he could not maintain mate. the conversation with me. But and, and once he started talking and clearly didn't know what I was talking about, yeah. he suddenly, like, I was not interested anymore. He ran. <laughs> he, he carried on running <laughs> from the 5K. But um, Actually, I think the social sports clubs, is, on, in reflection, actually, it could be a good thing. I mentioned Aussie rules just now because I used to play Australian rules football um, for a few years. And it was, at the time, obviously, I was married with kids and so on. But everyone else in the team, you'd do your training twice a week and then you'd play matches at the weekend. And then you'd be, there'd be a whole social element. And because it was a, an Aussie thing, you'd have a netball team kind of affiliated to it. So you had lots of single women who were also kind of going out and drinking with the, the men's Aussie Rules team. And the women Aussie Rules team, they'd be there as well. So you'd have this whole time where you'd all be together in the same place. Shagging. Drinking. I, I assume so. <laughs> And then you'd be going out and doing social things afterwards. So actually, I think social sporting events is is, is a good call. I, I gave that a tick. That it, it was a yes from me. Um, the next one, parties. Oh yeah, because we all know par- people throwing parties all the time. Oh sure, right. I'm I'm at a house party every week. I fucking. I wish I was. You know what? I haven't been to for I can't. I haven't been to a house party in about fifteen or twenty years. My last one. I was in college, I was either 16 or 17, I got there early to help Lisa set up and hide the valuables and anything that could smash, because mum and dad were away. I was hoovering, and I kept going backwards and forwards to the kitchen to top up my wine, to the point where I was like, do you know what, fuck this, I'll just pour it into a pint glass. (laughs) You did the full Sam Allardyce. I do not remember the party. (laughs) I was comatosed before the party even started. I saw pictures that people had developed of me, was it, was it Lambrusco? At Prey Party. <laughs> it, it was probably a Libra milk, I nice. believe. Nice, classic. Um, apparently I kicked the banisters in. <laughs> oh, God! I fell asleep in the bathroom 
because uh, the floor was nice and cold and I mm-hmm. was sweating so hard from the wine. A bath is a safe place. Well, it was if I was in the bath, but sadly, when people realised that I'd been in there for so long, and less for my safety, but more wanting to use the bathroom, yeah. they kept trying to get into the bathroom, but they couldn't open the door. So they had to like hammer it down until they realised what was stopping the door opening was my head. Oh, God. So every time they kicked the door in, that thing that was stopping <laughs> the door was my skull. And you skull. weren't waking up at the time? Nope. I, I threw up scrambled egg through my nose the next day. Oh, so that's the last, but literally d- the last house party I ever I love go house to. parties. I just don't get invited to them because... Do people have them? I th- well, they must do. Middle class people have got canapes and shit. Canapes? Canapes, can, yeah. can we put out a... Like, if you've got a house party coming up... Oh, please, please invite can us. Can we come? We'll do a show. Yeah, Our we'll first do... live show. I would love, love to go to a house party. I so really, what's the really date really... now? We're in the middle of December. If you've got a New Year's Eve party and you would like me and Glenn to do Swiped Out Live... Yeah, 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 I'm well up for that. Done. I definitely... And I need New Year's Eve party plans. Email us. I haven't us, got any plans. Tweet but... us. If you're having a house party in and around London... In fact, no. If you're not having a house party... Plan a house, a house party. party. Throw a house party, and party. we'll be there. Done. Okay. I, 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 my... And invite all your hot single friends as well. <laughs> yeah, male and female, because like, we need we need some we need but, something but to look more, at both. More female, but more male. Um, I put in my notes to this. I just thought about that episode of Sex in the City where someone has Got a party. To see this show. Everyone keeps How the fuck to have it. you not ever seen it? Because I'm a man. You please, for the love of God, start watching it. I put that there's, there's an episode where someone has a house party and the theme is that you have to bring someone that you're not interested in. Oh, no, that's so it, right? Right. That's so amazing. it's almost like wife swapping, mm-hmm. but it's not like, oh, I'm bringing them because they're ugly. It's like, oh, like they're my brother or they're an ex or like we could go together. You could bring yeah. me. You'd be like, oh, it's my podcast host. So then everyone brings someone single, mm-hmm. but there's like no attachment. But the, the crux of the episode was Charlotte had brought someone who she was dating and he soon found out what the theme of the party uh, was. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, for Spoiler me... Spoiler alert. I'm saying parties are a no, because I've, I've not been to one. No, I think parties are a yes, but you haven't been to them, so you haven't had the opportunity to say yes. So, New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. make it happen. This one, oh God, this is such a hard no for me. Festivals. I haven't been to a festival in a long time. I but there were lots and lots of people there, mostly drunk and or on drugs. Correct. Listening so, to cool music. What? How would you not meet people there? I had VIP tickets for V like six years ago. Didn't leave the VIP tent until I was like, I should probably go and like watch some actual music. Yeah. So we ventured outside to where all the great unwashed were. Bumped into my friend who, like you just said, he'd been taking poppers. Mm-hmm. Now I've never even like smoked, never done a shisha, barely drink. So here's me, like, totally naive, probably, like, 34 at the time. And I was like, what's poppers? What do they do? And the way he explained it, he went, well, they, like, they give you this headache and, like, you get really hot. And I went, I'm already, already hot. I've got a headache. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he's selling it very well. I don't really want any more of that. It's 90 degrees in London like, re- like real, like sticky, hot, yeah. horrible. You get that like, sun headache. <laughs> I've got that for free, and I don't want it. So you know, I like the idea. You paid for it. I like. I do like the idea of festivals and meeting people there because, they're, like I say, there are thousands upon thousands of people there. The only thing is, and maybe this is just an age thing, but 
I'm 39 years old. Most of the people who go to festivals Ooh. are a lot younger. They're like 19. Yeah, they're kids. And I don't want to meet a kid. You're going to be in the Paul McCartney tent. Yeah, yeah. And they're all going to be in the Skepta tent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I like a bit of Skepta, but, but it's not, they're not going to be my crowd. I'm going to be there thinking, do your parents know you're here? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm old enough to be your parents. I probably know your parents. You're the one asking if everyone's okay. Yeah. I'm have trying some to get water. them to hydrate. Have some water. <laughs> Are your friends looking after you? I remember going to Fabric once. We, we went to Ibiza twice in one summer once. We got to know a load of the workers. And they had their reunion, which we somehow got thrown into at Fabric back in London at uh-huh. the end of the summer. And I remember standing waiting outside the toilet and there was this girl that looked like as bored as me. She, we were both just like standing there. And I was thinking like... I cannot wait to leave and I looked at her and she was just literally like statue still and I went to her you look as bored as me and she literally was trapped in her own body as she said to me I'm actually on Ket oh jeez that's why she wasn't moving yeah. she was on the tranquilizer. I was surprised she was able to say those words and I was like I think it's time to leave now yeah. so yeah festivals for me like absolute I remember being a youth worker and going out for a night out and seeing some of the kids that I worked with in the club, and they was they coming up to me, ah, oh, Glenn, how you doing? And as soon as I saw them, that was it. I'm done. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> I Bye-bye. cannot party and relax amongst children. So the next one says classrooms. Now I'm going to assume they mean adult what? learning. Yeah. Otherwise, if not, yeah, you got issues. I mean, yeah, I agree. Again, like what you said, it shows that you've got a shared interest, but. My brain is full. I, I haven't got the time. I can't add another language to my brain box. It's so full. I've got so... I've, I'm very busy with stalking. <laughs> yeah, it takes like, up all your time. Like the, 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 the stalking Maybe cerebellum you, How about full. if there was a, a stalking class? Uh, honey, I'll take it. Like, I'm running the class. Oh, I was going to say, you've got to run the class. Like, I'm, I'm not sitting in the back row on that one. But I don't, I don't have time to learn any... I've, I'm... I'm because I think with that, it's it's a commitment to actually learning and it's a commitment to doing things. So They're it's like not just turning up the class. Courses, right? So yeah. and they they'll, they'll be homework and shit like that. No, I, I can understand why you'd want to. And also, the sort of person who is going to learn something, they're going to be intelligent or they're going to want to better and improve themselves. Now I yeah, appreciate that's a that. Tick. They're definitely good. But again, you're either doing it to meet people or you're doing it to learn. Yes. I think they're they're two separate. And again. If you date them and it goes badly, you've got to see them for the rest of term. Oh, oh God, it's like being back at school. Yeah, yeah you see them kissing in the playground. Well, I mean, I'm saying like, yeah, sure, if it works for you. For me, I don't have the time mm-hmm. to sign up for a term's worth of GCSE French. And I'm just too lazy. Yeah, like not for me. This one I found really interesting, libraries. Now, the thought of striking up conversation in a place where you literally can't Shh. talk... No dating in the library. <laughs> no heavy petting. I had to go to a library recently to use a printer. Do they still exist? They do. And there were two people in there and I reckon their combined age was 256. Yeah. <laughs> so for me... You're either five or 85. Like, I I, I had to go and return um, my away suitcase, which we spoke about, <laughs> which I loved. Um, and I had to print a DHL what's it returns form and the drop off point was literally right next door to the library and I was right, like perfect yeah. I can pop in there get the form printed go there drop it off I went I, it's the first time I've been in a library probably since I was 14 15 mm-hmm. very trendy now they've got lots of things in there you can like print things and fax things and use computers <laughs> fax things right St- fax <laughs> this things is Premier still. League right and like yeah there was like two people in there that was it 
So for me... It's a definite 100% no. I, I mean, uh, university library, sure, I get that. But if like, you're in university, Your yeah. high street library? Even, uh, I used to work for Tower Hamlets Council and they've got these things called idea stores where they've taken a library and kind of stuck it on steroids. There's computers in there, there's learning spaces, there's activities, there's cafes. Even in those sorts of places, that's not somewhere you're going to meet people. You're not going to walk up and down the aisles as if you're, you're trying to bump into someone like... What's, oh, Slimer from Ghostbusters, you know? You've got more chance of seeing a ghost than a, a hot person. You're not getting a hot 30 something in a library. No, no, no. Like, no, no, it's no. like what we said about how there are no hot New Yorkers. Yeah. People that meet people in libraries in films are actors. Yeah. Like, it, it Absolutely. It's not real life. This was my favourite one. I think this was number 10. Long distance transports. So you're just going to randomly jump on a train to Glasgow and hope I mean, that you sit next to a hottie? I assume they mean when you're on them, I guess because you're stuck next to them. Yeah, but when I get on a plane, headphones go in and that's it. It's the I same don't, as the gym. It's very solitary. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is my space. Mm-hmm. Don't. I, I had elbow wars with the girls on, on the on the plane coming back from New York. Uh-huh. Like she, she was trying to take the, the um, armrest. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But going over the armrest and into my ribs. Oh, yeah. So you good. could be the hottest guy ever. If you do that... It, it, off, over, yeah. not going to happen. The only time I have been on a long distance train is when it's for football, mm-hmm. and you're probably on there on what used to be like the football special. Yep. Chelsea fans drinking Guinness at eight a.m. They're not your guy. Not my guys. <laughs> probably the worst thing. And uh, no, so that's a no. But I've also got the Amtrak from. I got it when I went from New York to DC, and mm-hmm. I was hoping I was going to meet some like hot little politico. No. So for me, that's a big no. Yeah, I think it's a definite no. Have you been on London Transport? Yeah, and the odds, I mean, just the odds of you sitting next to someone who's attractive and single and they're just, it's just, the odds are just way, way too low. I would love to be trapped on a plane with someone who's super hot and can't get away from me. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been on a plane and like, and and God, this, this sounds terrible, like such a snob, but... If I get on a plane, I'll give you a clue. I'm always flying in economy. Mm-hmm. The guy that I want to marry, he, he, needs, to be, <laughs> he needs to be in first. I'm going to need to elevate my life, yeah, yeah. right? So if I, it could be the, the hottest guy. If you're in economy, I'm judging you. Yeah. I'm sat there as well, but I'm judging you. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need to elevate. I need to be turning left. Like, I'm, I'm tired. I need, a, yeah. I need a bed you know, to sleep on. I need yeah. a pod. I need a bed. I've got a podcast, mm-hmm. now I need a pod bed. Like, so, no. So for me, like, thanks to the list. I found it really interesting that list didn't mention work. So, you know, I was going to say, there's a few other ones. So when I popped this out on Twitter, and I love your responses, thanks thanks for responding. Work was actually mentioned by quite a few people. It seems to be something that people think it's okay to, to do. I personally find it a bit weird, because like with the football people, if it goes wrong, then you're stuck with them. Oh, that's true. And how awkward is that? Whether they're a colleague or a client. Can you imagine the accusations of bias that you'd get if you were dating a client? But then, like, equally, like, the, the thing with work is the old saying of don't shit where you eat. Yeah. Because, yeah. like you said, you're stuck with them. So while you've got loads in common, and like, I, I've dated people that i worked with before, and it was great at the time because you get home and, like, You've both got that shit. Like, I've always worked in jobs that I've loved, so I'm passionate about it. And when we get home, we'd both be talking about it. But then when it all goes to shit, mm-hmm. and you're turning up on Monday morning, 
and having to say, can I come round and collect my stuff tonight? Oh, that all, all sorts of awkward. There's also the thing of, of then work never ends. If you're going home and you're talking to someone about work all the time, yeah. then when, are you, when do you have your downtime? Where's the difference in, in lifestyles? I know I know in certain professions it's, it's common. So police officers often date other police officers. Yeah, I've got friends because, that did that. Yeah, Because they get it. But in most walks of life, which aren't quite as kind of extreme... You need that separation. I don't want to date someone who's going to come home and talk to me about my boss and my projects and my work issues because they know about them from work. I want someone who's going to tell me about their day and something that's different and something that gives me a chance to help them and support them in some way. But equally, like I've always said, I couldn't go out with someone who has got like some average Joe job. Like I I don't want to come in and hear about like how many houses you've sold that day Mm -hmm. or how many like paper clips you made in the paper clip factory. Like that just wouldn't you've got to have a job that I admire. We can be in separate sectors, but you've got to have something that over the dinner table I want to hear about. Okay. You know, like I couldn't go out with someone that's like, did some more plumbing today? <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, it needs to be as exciting as my job. Like, So you need to like have something that I'm at least interested in. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've got a passion for it. Yeah. But I think that sounds like a, a, a topic for another day. Yes, indeed. Okay, a couple of other places that people have actually recommended. Uh, there's one that I really want, I actually sound like I want to go along to. Apparently in Soho, there's a singles comedy night. What? Yeah. So the entire audience is meant to be single. And so you turn up, and that's you're, you're covering your crisp eating beautifully. <laughs> These are the loudest crisps in the world. But I'm sure no one will notice. I'll fix it in post. But yeah, there's a whole night of comedy all about single people and where the audience is single as well. Where is this? It's in Soho. That's when are all we going? the details I've got. So uh, I got that from Single Life Dates. Tell us. Give us more information. We want to go. Converse tickets. We only go for free. (laughs) Laura said she also goes to a... She went to a spa once. She said that was a great place to meet someone. Really? She she was with someone. She met someone amazing. Really cool guy. Really attractive. She thought he was gay. So she was very, very... very tactile with his male friends and so on. It was only when she was talking to him in the jacuzzi and he wanted to put his number in her phone that she found that he wasn't I, gay. Oh my God, I thought you said he wanted to put his knobber in number number somewhere. So I need to be more eloquent. Well, you said jacuzzi and I just thought something had popped up, you know? <laughs> wow, okay. So yeah, so we've got singles nights, uh, uh, comedy nights, sorry, we've got uh, spas. There's apparently something called uh, a running speed dating event called a love track. Love track? Yeah. Oh, so hang on, running... And running and speed dating. So you get paired up with someone and you say, right, from this point, you've got to be run with this person and you jog along next to them. Again, I think there's something about that shared interest. I went for a run today and I had my earphones in and my friend didn't. And at the end, she went to me, you were very breathy. Because I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. The thought of me like being like phlegmy and breathy next to someone, like, <gasps> come here often. <laughs> <laughs> No. A, but in terms of being breathy, another uh, suggestion, which actually I really, really want to do. Asthmatic society. <laughs> Dancing classes. Now, n- name your dance. I know you you want to do like proper like ballroom, foxtrot, salsa. I want to, I'd love to do waltz, but salsa dancing, I think would be brilliant. Now, when I learned salsa dancing, it's because my ex, she went on a, a hen night and went to a salsa club, loved it. So I secretly learned some salsa dancing to surprise her at the wedding. And... The amount of women to men ratio for me mm. was amazing. I was dancing the whole night because there was only three guys to every ten girls. And so I was constantly dancing and they do it in a rotation. So the woman dances by herself and then rotates around and the guy basically dancing with woman after woman after woman after woman. Ah. Now I think dancing classes could be really, really good. And again, you're going to find people who are relatively fit and 
a willing to be a bit more sociable. I was going to say, like, if we ever do an um, episode about breakups and how to get over a breakup, and you know how people say, join a club. And I just think when you're literally like lower than a snake's belly, yep. the last thing that you want to do is like put on a smile. Like, you know, sometimes you smile so hard, but you don't feel it inside and you feel like your face is going to crack. And yeah. you think, if I smile anymore, I'm going to burst into tears. The last thing that you want to be doing is like, going to a salsa club where you've got to like be and you you just want you have to have that couple of weeks where you just like sit and cry eat and ice cream eat ice cream binge watch sex in the city just like not get out of your pajamas for two mm. weeks so i'm i'm all for like joining clubs but it, a it has to be something that you really want to do and b you, you have to be ready you have to get the pj phase done so what i do i do dance classes at a place called at your beat which i love and it's called at your beat because the the theory behind it is everyone can dance at their beat, whether it's slow, fast, beginner, basic. And I, but I, the class that I do is all girls mm-hmm. and gays. So that seems to be my sweet spot. It's definitely I'm mother of gays. Like forget mother of dragons, they call me mother <laughs> of gays. Like I love it, and like what Joel and the team do there is amazing. They all call me Chris Jenner because I'm older than everyone by like twenty years. Yeah. And then we have to like sit and watch all the other groups, and they have to help me up. Because like, <laughs> oh bless you, you and know. your old knees. I know. I'm like, help, mummy. And like, I love it when we do the where we, like you wear knee pads because there's lots of like floor thrusting, and I like that because I need to lay down. I'm tired. <laughs> when there's lots of like standing routines, I don't like it. I'm like, mummy needs a rest. I like, I, I rob. It's it's like, it's like that split second of a burpee mm-hmm. when you're on the floor and it's like. Oh, I'll be going again. Like, but that just that moment where we're like writhing around the floor, like it's just a rest. But yeah, I'm all for yes. I yeah, dancing classes, yes. But there needs to be some more straight men there because sadly they don't seem to be at my class. But love you, Joel, and at your beat. Well, there, there's apparently a website which is called Meetup. Have you heard of it? No, tell me more. It's a website where basically you go onto it and or either you find other people who want to meet up and do different things, whatever they are. Or if there's no one doing it around you, you just say, I want to do this. And people meet up and do it. Mm. It's called uh, meetup.com. And it does things all over the country. So wherever you are, you go on there and say, this is where I live. This is what I want to do. Whether it's hike a mountain, train for a marathon, or join a movement, practice a language. Whatever you want to do, you say, this is what I want to do. And then people go on there and hook you up with other people trying to do the same thing. I'm going to go on there tonight. I think it's a great idea. I've not looked into it too much, but I think I'm going to definitely spend some time doing that. I'm going to look into that one. And you know the one thing we haven't mentioned, which is probably the most classic place? Go on. Pubs and bars. Pubs and bars. Why don't people ever meet people in pubs and bars anymore? I mean, because they normally go there with the other half, probably. Mm-hmm. Or they're there... Oh, I didn't tell you my story about... So I went... <laughs> you know how we spoke about the darts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darts is great for women to go to because it's, I mean, you talk about being outnumbered in a dance class. Darts. So it's anti-dance. Darts and dance. God, that's difficult to say after <laughs> seven Sudafed and two glasses of wine. <laughs> darts and dance. Darts is my equivalent of your dance. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I go there every year. Love it. Love the darts. Hashtag LTD. And so many men. It's like... 50 to 1 in terms of ratios that that, and yes they're all going to be dressed as like Teletubbies and Oompa Loompas and like whatever deliberately or just accidentally that's just what they look like just you know deliberately (laughs) so I met this guy a few years ago there 
five, six years ago, we hit off talking all night. It, could, it couldn't have gone better. At the end of the night, he asks me for my phone number. It was the perfect meeting someone in the wild experience. Tell me more. And then I think his friend and me, we added each other on Facebook there and then. A few weeks go by, I never hear from the guy. And I'm like, so weird, because like, we, we really hit it off. So I messaged the friend on Facebook because I have zero shame. I yeah. think we've learned that by now. <laughs> so I messaged a friend. I was like, hey, it's me from the darts. Um, your friend never messaged me. Like, what's up with that? I was like, if he's lost my number, can you give it to him again? Mm-hmm. Here it is. And he was like, yeah, he's married. Oh, fuck's sake, people. It gets worse. Three years later, I'm at a game, football game, in a hospitality box. Yeah. Guess who walks in? Guess who introduces himself to me like we've never met because he has no idea. I'm the girl from the darts three years ago because he was completely drunk. Yeah. So I went, yeah, we've met. Because again, I have no shame either. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, where? I went, the darts. You took my number, but you never rang because you were married. I'm assuming the floor opened up beneath him and he just tried to crawl under the rocks. Guess where I went last week? I went to football again. Guess who was in my hospitality box? <laughs> How do you do this? How do you again. these people? Guess who asked for my phone number? No. Again. And guess who hasn't called again? Oh, bloody hell. People, and, up your game, fellas. And here we are in December. The darts is coming up. I fully expect oh, to see on. him there again. Yeah. But, so... Oh, I'm going to keep you... The interesting thing was, when I saw him last week, he didn't have a wedding ring on. See, could be in some progress. Could be some... He could be one of those guys who just doesn't wear rings, which apparently is a thing. Even if he is divorced, do you want to be with someone who Someone said this on the Twitters. Exactly. They were like, why are you even entertaining him when he's clearly a cheater? And I was like, shit, yeah. Didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. You make a very good point. So, we'll see. I like to, like, not judge. I like to think that sometimes... Oh, I judge all the time. I mean, yeah. Love a judge. I like to not judge when it benefits me, is what I meant (laughs) to say. But, like... I believe that people can change. Mm-hmm. Some don't. lippers don't change their spots. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe with me, he wouldn't cheat. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. <laughs> they say, they say um, women marry men because they think they will change. They can change them. And men marry women hoping they don't change. Yeah. And on that note, it's time for a game. Jackie and I both love a bit of competition, which is why we're thrilled to be entered into the Podcast of the Year Awards. We may be relatively new around it, but that doesn't mean we don't already want some nice trophies for the shelf and an excuse to spray the champagne. If you like what you hear, then you can help us out by going to www.greatbritishpodcasts.com and telling them you think we should win. And if you don't like us, then do it anyway, merely to build up our egos before we inevitably crash and burn. Entries close soon, so do it now while you remember. Now, I mean, right now. Hit pause, vote, then come back. I'll wait. You back? Excellent. That wasn't so hard, was it? Now, go tell a friend to head to greatbritishpodcast.com and vote for us too. Cheers. Let's do socialising jingle, as I've renamed it. (laughs)
Okay then, so if you didn't listen in last week, this is a game from Socialize and Mingle. Look them up on Twitter, they are fantastic. And it's a card game. It's a game where you've got a number of cards and every card's got a different question on it. You take it along to a date and it gives you something to break the ice and some ideas for you to have some conversations over. So Jackie and I are just gonna go through and do some quick fire answers and learn a little bit about each other because I don't really know you. Never met you. No, not before this. I, I, I went past our, our first pod date the other day, didn't I? I went to Notes. Yeah, yeah. In King's Cross. Happy like, oh, memories. Did you, did you donate to charity again? Oh, don't get, don't get me started on that. <laughs> I was saying, when me and Glenn first met, there was a charity terminal payment thing next to the... Cause the payment as terminal. As normal, I bought our coffees. I did tell you, I go in, put the car behind the bar. Mm-hmm. What I didn't realise was there was a charity payment terminal right next to the actual PDQ machine that took 15 quid. off of of my card most expensive coffees in Jesus right okay first one what is one quality you are looking for in a partner one quality I'm looking for in a partner witticism I cannot be with someone who is dull and boring and is not able to make me laugh like it how about you not married (laughs) not a cheating bastard what three items could you not live without oh my god three items yeah my phone. Your phone? Yeah, naturally. That's How am one. I going to stalk? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my music's on there, my Nike run app, everything okay. lives on there. Um, three items. Like my car key. Okay. I love my car. I, lo- I love driving. I genuinely love driving. Um, probably a pen. I love writing. A pen. Love a note. Love a list. So you wouldn't be a, willing to just use a biro? Is that not the same thing? You're spitting heads with like quill. Like, yeah, like if you've got a special pen. No, just just pens. Any pen. Pens okay. per se. Um, are you tidy or messy? I would say I'm messy, but I love being tidy. And yet. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm naturally messy act. and so on. And I'm naturally got no problem with kind of just leaving dishes for a day and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But I love living in a tidy house. Okay. Go. Okay. Next one. Uh, if you won the lottery, what's the first thing you'd do? Go on holiday. Go on holiday? Yep. So you know, I know Big blowout holiday. I would hire a helicopter with a sign underneath that said, where's your helicopter, peasants? I don't believe in helicopters. <laughs> I don't be- they I don't, do exist. No, they definitely exist. I don't believe in them. What? Like Frank Skinner says on his podcast, he doesn't believe in fainting. He's like, it's never happened to me when I think people faint. I think they're faking it. Helicopters are a thing. But they, they crash they, they a exist. lot. I don't believe they should fly. I don't believe how they go up, just straight <laughs> up. They always crash. All the New York ones. They don't always crash. Vegas, they always crash. I've never been in a I don't believe crash. in them. Anyway, that's my thoughts on helicopters. Who do you admire? Who do I admire? Ryan Reynolds. He's my hero. Why? Because, well, firstly, he's a sexy bastard. He's married he's to Blake rich. Lively. He's married to Blake Lively. He's funny as fuck. He's got a great body. He's rich. He's uh, incredible. He's got loads of opportunities. He's got the lot. He's rich. Um, there's there's a recurring theme in this one. Very okay. rich. Have you ever said the wrong name on a first date? No. Nope. Never? No. Have you ever... Do, do you just say babe or something no. like that? No. You, you're really good at... Of course, because you've already spent two months stalking them anyway. So they're really embedded on your memory by that point. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would it be? I would go to the Andaman Islands. Why? Because they're in the middle of the Pacific, mm-hmm. uh, not in the Indian Ocean, and they're like, uh, from what I've heard, they're like the Maldives were 50 years ago. Oh. Be- and they're going to they're gonna disappear because of global warming, which is a thing, and the oceans are going to go up and they're going to go underwater, and I want to get there before I need to scuba dive to see them. Okay. Roast dinner or hot and spicy curry? Roast dinner. If I have a curry, 
I have it's two reasons why I have a curry. One, stinking cold, mm-hmm. and you just need to be able to taste something. Two, drunk. Yeah. I, I don't so, just fancy a curry because it's Tuesday. Oh, like I have I to either be like cold or drunk. Days of the week. Love it. No, I'm either Thai or Chinese girl okay. first. Um, what is the first thing you noticed about your date? I mean, that's just makes sense in this instance, but normally, normally with a date, I would notice their smile. Okay. I would need to know whether their smile was genuine and whether they, it was easy. Because if actually it's a, it's a new movement to their face and it's obvious that they don't smile very much, they're not my girl. Okay, like posh bias. That's yeah, just absolutely. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So last couple. Uh, what's your biggest turnoff? Bad grammar. Bad grammar. Okay. What in writing? All the grammars. <laughs> like, just, just people without a very good vocabulary or they can't write succinctly or correctly. Bad spelling, bad grammar. Just the words. You know, we know I love the words. words. My last one for you. Name three words your friends would use to describe you. Uh, annoying, big-headed, egotistical. Are words that I'm hoping they wouldn't use to describe me. But I'd say funny and ambitious and caring. Nice. And Prob- on that note... Probably formal. On that note, that's the say, end adieu. of another episode of Swipe Tower Club. We're getting so good at this. I'm enjoying it. It's good. And we love having you aboard and we want to get more of you on board. So tell people about us. Yeah, this is one mission that you had. This is my Christmas wish. Tell a friend. And tell te- two friends. And tell us you've told them. Tell us you, you, you've got another person signed up to subscribe to us and tag us on Instagram. And then tell them to get in touch with us. It's like the, more, the world's most virtuous pyramid scheme. Oh, I love it. So tell your people that you know where we are, tell them about us and tell us. You can tell me at a dating dad. And you can tell me at a swiped out girl. A, that's no, not it's my not, name. I tell you that. <laughs> Someone's going to oh, set no, up as a no, separate That's not now. my name. <laughs> I'm swiped out girl. So, I've copied your handle. This I've had lots of Sudafed. <laughs> I will blame that. <laughs> So hopefully Jackie will be alive for the next episode, which is coming next week. Because it's going to be Christmas. Happy Christmas, everybody. Get your shopping done. We'll see you then. Bye. Yeah.